0: And horror. The air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make!
1: Well, hello, all you monster fiends. Thank you for joining us for another deep dive, factoid-filled episode of Hollywood's Most Greatest Monsters. I am your master of ceremonies, Sam, and I am joined, as always, by Dan from Bleeding Marvelous. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. <laughs> ah, and we are joined this week by the spooky queen herself, Peaches. Hi. How are all- Oh, yes. Very fucked up, (laughs) Chucky. That was a few minutes after. I can swear, can't I? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) 10 seconds, yeah. Demonetise. Oh, I don't know how we still are on the air after the uh, Invincible Man episode. Invincible Man? Invisible Man. (laughs) Might as well, (laughs) been. So, this week is as peaches and dan both having their backgrounds i know people who are listening on itunes and spotify won't see it but we are doing Chucky and tiffany Ooh. so i'll get the disclaimer out the way with and then intro and we can just crack on with all these lovely factoids i don't have <laughs> <laughs> so everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone if you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode please come and join us in the facebook group where we can have an open discussion or what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong we can all agree to disagree in fandom so let's keep it fun we keep it kind and keep the toxic behavior out of nerdism there you go yay yay thank you all. Right, chucky and tiffany Created by, I have to bear with us, Don Mancini, yep. voiced by the incredible Brad Dorf and Jennifer Tilley. Together, the murderous pair starred in four movies. However, the franchise has eight movies and an ongoing TV show. My mother always told me love would set me free, but that's not the case for these two. So, we bring <laughs> you Chucky and Tiffany. Yep. Ta-da. Took me ages to find a tagline that actually I worked. Love that. <laughs> yeah took me ages to find a tagline because it was all like oh god let's play and <laughs> here's another doll so
0: yeah also right. my, sorry my eyes if i'm not crying at yours because you are too fabulous i'm oh. crying because of my hay fever <laughs> and <laughs> so in the I'm uk sure.
1: right now we are going through a heat wave and oh, all us uk folk just
0: we just can't we can't handle it at all it's- horrible i hear it. it's like i feel for the people in the south though because are they at like 30 degrees now we're in peterborough so we're
2: straight down from you guys about three and a half hours down and we've had 30 degrees every day since oh, saturday God. and it's i i'm sitting here in my little dead cats club michael myers pajamas and, and i'm waiting i've got the windows open
1: horrible. it's just eh. I am um, I am back from a week's holiday where they don't believe in air conditioning at all. <laughs> yeah, not one place had air conditioning. So in the UK it drops down to a reasonable temperature on the nighttime. Not in Spain. <gasps> not in Spain. Doesn't do that. Um right. Chucky and Tiffany created by Don Mancini, Mancini. However, what blew my mind last night when I was doing a little bit of research Tom Holland! Correct. Did not know that until last night. Had no idea. Tom Holland wrote the screenplay with Don Mancini for the first child's play and also directed it. Yeah. Didn't know that at Caused some massive issues. Really?
2: Um, yeah, because Don had a vision of what he wanted. Um, obviously, because he wrote the treatment for the the first movie when he mm-hmm. was 24. So he was like, okay, this is what I want it uh, to go at. Um, And the script is actually going to be called Batteries Not Included. That was the original name for the movie. Oh. And this was prior to the Steven Spielberg movie coming out. And uh, when it got picked up, Child's Play, by MGM and United Artists, David Kirshner said, We're not going to take on Spielberg. You'll have to change the name. So he changed it to Blood Buddy. And then it eventually became Child's Play because Blood Buddy wasn't marketable. So Child's Play worked better because it was more friendly. Yeah. And it gave them that false sense of, like, didn't know what they were walking into. So...
0: Yeah, yeah. because, like, the marketing, Um, the... I don't know if you know that. Obviously, Chucky was named after... um was it three it was it's three. charles manson
1: marvie L- right. <laughs> lee oswald and oh uh, ray oh my gosh oh help us out i thought i was gonna be really smart there <laughs> i've got it written down hang on
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's my brain. it's charles james manson. L. ray
1: james L. ray that yeah because they
0: obviously named them from the three sort of um Serial killer. What serial killers? Yeah, serial um, killers slash cult slash infamous. Yeah. Like it's it's not all like
1: bracketed into one serial killer group.
0: Yeah, and then obviously the doll. I don't know if you've read. um you remember the Cabbage Patch dolls? Yeah, he was kind of based around them because at the time in the eighties they were all the rage. Because I had them as well. They were ugly fucking things, but like you just loved them. So he's kind of. <laughs> It was like inspired by that so the marketing was like oh let's you know like cabbage patch dolls like confuse people it's like oh this friendly doll and then have like the um what was the other doll the buddy doll i think yeah. in america yeah. i think in like, the 80s as well they kind of had like inspiration from them and then obviously the marketing oh it's like this cute doll thing and then obviously you think oh a doll i mean he's kind of sinister in like well, well I know, there I he is cute, but this is a really old doll, but um, this was the brighter of one. Um, but the original ones, you could kind of get away with the fact that he is just like a a normal cutesy doll. That, uh, depending on how you look at it, it's the, some people it's don't, don't like dolls, but
1: it's the dungarees yeah. that did it. That's what makes him cutesy. But in the nineties, he was a very um, especially in the UK, um, branded a bit of a evil evil <laughs> thing. I don't know how else to describe him. Just with the murder of a young oh gosh, oh shit, James? yeah, James Bulger. James Bulger, yeah. And the the blamed it wasn't video games this time. It was child's play. Yeah, it was horror that they blamed, and it kind of yeah. like got, I it came it given it even more like infamously like, but it did it didn't stop me from not wanting to watch it. <laughs> but I I didn't actually watch the child's players until a few years ago. Did you not? Uh, uh, only because, oh, yeah. I, as a child, I was scared of dolls, but not in the sense of, like, I'm I'm not scared of him looking in that way. It was Dolly Dearest who did it for me. And that... Oh, oh remember? You're on about that, actually. Yeah, yeah, that put the shits up us to the point where, like, I don't do dolls. So I, I stayed away from them for a long time. But I remember watching the first three straight off the bat and thought it was the greatest thing I'd seen. I, I thought it was so fun. So energetic and just oh, him, it's his voice. Yeah. I think, for me,
2: the decline came by three. I was like, one set a bar because it was Tom Holland's idea of everything. And um, Originally, when Don wrote it, he didn't write it with the voodoo scenes in it. There was going to be a, like mm-hmm. a blood exchange between Andy and him. Uh, Andy and Chucky. Um, and then it was going to... Ch- Charles. And then it was going to create this voodoo ritual where he transfers this uh a non-voodoo ritual where he transfers his soul via blood mm-hmm. but then tom holland said that doesn't make any bloody sense what are you doing no we're going to have a voodoo ritual
1: and exactly. Dom was, it makes more sense
2: <laughs> but Dom was dead against it but now it's become the ongoing trope through all the movies this bloody mm-hmm. ritual and that bloody pendant
0: yeah so <laughs> i still haven't got it have yous got that the i want it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't
1: have it. Uh, well, I know um, Tiffany's death scene was actually written for the first movie. It was the, the when <sighs> Tiffany actually dies in the bathtub. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. That was written for the first movie with the babysitter, and he, that's re- right, yes. he got cut out and the recycled it for her yes. death scene. Um, that's my so- interesting factoid. <laughs> do you know who the babysitter was in the first film no there's a small film that came
2: out around 1977 called Greece huh. uh and there was some pink ladies in it and one of them was called Marty and that oh. the babysitter in the very first one is played by Diana Manoff and she was play Marty in uh Greece. How, uh, how, that's mad, I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I, I love Greece I've got to say, I love a bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Greece no, is she, know. Yeah. Yeah. no yeah. is she now? Yeah, i No, is she
2: no like the cherry? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's mad. Um, yeah. Which, which um, which Chucky movie do you use like then? Like, don't just choose one, maybe choose what you think the best two are. Okay. Um,
1: I tell you what the well okay Charles play obviously because it it sets yes. everything up i love it um and probably brighter chucky like i there's something so campy and kitschy and to early 2000 horror <laughs> that just is so brilliant so bad it's brilliant
2: i'd say bright as well because don decided he saw the success of scream
1: yeah
2: um to revitalize the slasher industry and what he said was he liked about scream was how camp it was like how the jokes were in there and it wasn't just serious horror like the majority of stuff leading up to that point and he said he liked he loved their the fact that people could interact and still act like they were normal they were having a yeah. laugh and it wasn't all just like i'll be right back you know it wasn't just that so he wanted to bring that into the script with um bride and when he (laughs) and he took it to the next level i want to say it is the campus movie i think if you actually sit down and think about it i mean the fact that they even got alexis arquette in that um and obviously anybody who knows alexis arquette will know that she i think is (laughs) i get confused but she maybe he because i'm not sure if he
1: detransitioned just before yeah he died. yeah i
0: think yeah he did.
2: did
1: so he did but i don't the family's kind of like it was alexis yeah um
2: but alexis was in the wedding singer and played boy george in the band and <laughs> yeah. i still use that as the set bar of how you sing do you really want to hurt me so me when <laughs> when he's being strangled <laughs> by jennifer tilly on the on the thing and uh, on the bed, and then um she's doing the dance for him and everything. And I just, ah, oh, looking back now after seeing that, I just like I can't, I just can't. All I see is the boy George and wanting him to sing. Do you really want to
1: hurt me? <laughs> yeah, it's, like the, the... Um, it's the aesthetic of it though. The whole yeah. aesthetic of that, just that scene alone, is goth early two thousand.
0: The way In the dress is just, oh, like. <sighs> I'm obsessed. I mean, she's a literal gay icon as well. I seen yeah. like an interview with her recently. Um, I think it was on TikTok. And it so was on TikTok. I, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> when it said, "How do you feel about being a gay icon?" Basically, and she was, she was like, "Of course, she loves it." Um, and well, for the bride of Chucky, I don't know. She apparently she used a lot of her clothing, like her own clothing. Um, <gasps> oh. So yeah, she's got a fabulous wardrobe. She does. Um, Go on then. What's your favourite too? Then, like literally, the first one and bride. Um, I love the bride doll. Obviously, this is like I say, this is the super old fucking. (laughs) He's like, he's like, beyond like anything. (laughs) He's he's seen bad days. Um, but yeah, like um, this is like I think my favourite doll because of the face. I love how he's like slashed the bits and like put back together again and i, I love that um i kind of like seed as well but i i still think the first one right. is the bride so fact, i just choose two, two we had we we obviously had
1: a break last week because i was on holiday and after we did the last episode i thought you know what i'll get on this early <laughs> i've I've not seen after brighter chucky so i'll get on this early and i watched seed E. good god <laughs> Honestly,
0: yeah, I fell asleep halfway through <laughs> I mean, it. Funny though, the accent what he does, what's his name? Glenda. Yeah. With the English accent.
1: It's um Billy it's, Boyd.
0: It's Billy Boyd. It's yeah. um Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I could... oh see, I'm not a Lord of the Rings. Like I'm not a Lord of the Rings person. So I wouldn't. But that's know... not his voice though. He's like, Scottish.
1: He's Scottish. Scottish. Yeah.
0: Ah, right.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it took his ages now. I was like, who the Saturday. So I had to get on the week four, and I was like, "Never!" I just love the fact that he, his first name,
2: and I think it's in the credits, um, it's this slash Glen Glenda shitface. That's his. <laughs> that is his name, and that's what they call him until she decides to call him Glenn Glenda, and Chucky decides constantly... to call him Glenn. So there's like that whole give or take thing, which was the film came that film came out in two thousand and four. So you're looking at 19 years ago. 19 years. They were using the they then, like it's it's elements yeah. it was because it was a doll, it just went and people yeah.
1: accepted it. There was no like it um, was so progressive for the time. Like it's 2004. That's not the kind of language that we were using like we do now. And yeah. um, but it is a homage to Glenn and Glenda, which is a um, Ed Wood film. Yeah. Um, which is of the same kind of same kind of like don't Mm -hmm. know where they fall within their their brackets well
0: i was gonna say um this is a conversation i usually like bring up when you talk about like pronouns and stuff if you look back at Hellraiser, pinhead genderless Mm -hmm. well he was leaning more towards femme wasn't it and i think clive barker as well i think he was ahead of his time and a lot of the casts, obviously they're all queer as well and people just I think people forget about all the stuff that was around like a long time ago I think people just like now to have something to sort of like blame and like to do you know what I mean like to drag but definitely Hellraiser um and if you think about it like the skirts as well like pinheads the leather (laughs) yeah it's and that was based obviously around the BDSM scene the clubs and stuff and different things but that was another one as well that I I think people forget
1: about that one. Yeah, well, I didn't. Um, just to go on to Bride, Julia mm-hmm. Stiles was cast as the main star, and instead of Catherine Heigl, is it Catherine Heigl? Is that it, was, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, and she backed out because she landed role of a lifetime things yes. about you. <laughs> so she backed out of that one. But this just, the Bride just gives me like that Freddy versus Jason vibe. Yes. I'm... Like that kind of like look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is like where where horror was going into. And do you know what? If it continued, I'd have been happy. I yeah. really would have. I thought it was such a good film, but I have not, and I'm going to admit this now, I have not seen the other ones. But I've heard, I've watched a TV show, but I've heard Cult was very good um
2: debatable
0: <laughs> <laughs> i quite liked it but yeah like um what no the last one the one oh they changed it up a bit didn't they? the reboot the, yeah the reboot one um
2: and then you had one you had child's play child's play two and three Bride, yeah. seed of chucky curse of chucky and cult of chucky
0: right yeah. that's right yeah um so the latest one that's i quite like that the one before that i was a
1: bit mm. i didn't mind the mark hamill one I, as a standalone yeah as a standalone as of the camel, nothing no, yeah. yeah nothing to do with that franchise is it on its own i thought it was half decent um but because you mentioned the fact that the buddy doll that makes so much sense now yes, like, like, because
0: it ties back into that didn't so they've yeah. obviously gone back from to the roots kind of thing
1: yeah, I generally... I didn't i didn't mind it as a movie. The TV show, though... Is... See, I've seen season one. I've mm. only seen the first episode of season two,
2: and I haven't gone any further. But um, it's just been one of those things I haven't got around to catching up on. But the whole Jennifer Tilly thing, it mm-hmm. sort of loses me somewhere. I think it's after... I want to say it might have happened in Seed, but it might have been Curse. I'm not entirely sure where they kidnap Jennifer Tilly, impregnate her with Chucky's sperm and a turkey baster. Hey. Then um, <laughs> she gives birth to twins, Glenn and Glenda. Um,
0: yep.
2: And then, I'm trying to remember this, um, Her Tiffany's soul then gets put into Jennifer, but you're not 100% sure. So after that, not until the TV show do you find out that she's both and mainly Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Because she still puts up the facade that she's Jennifer to get by, doesn't she? Yeah, so, right, yeah. And then she ends up playing herself as Jennifer Tilly in a couple of the films as well. And it's like... It's so meta.
1: It's like mind blowingly meta. It,
2: it really was when I was going through it. I was like, I can't... Uh, where am I? What? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I
1: I love the look of Jennifer Tilly and Seed, though.
2: She could wear a time. bin bag.
1: Yes. She, could, she could wear a bin bag and still that be a dragon. long brown hair and the tits pushed up to her chin. She looked absolutely fantastic. Um, we only ever get to see Brad Dorf in mm-hmm. the first one, don't we? We don't see him any other in the, time. In the opening scenes, uh, or the flashbacks they used, but
2: they used Fiona in the TV show, his daughter, mm-hmm. and dragged her and made her up to be him. To do the pre story of him meeting oh. Tiffany. So when you go back and you see in the TV show, the flashbacks to Tiffany meeting Chucky in real life, that's Fiona dressed as her dad. Oh, right. I remember
0: seeing the behind the yeah. scenes. Like, oh my age- God. Yeah.
2: So yeah. it's N- Nika. If you've seen the first TV show, Nika is from, I think she started in cult or curse i can't remember which one it was but she 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 came from that and then she's followed all the way through now um but yeah so she not only does she play nika she also plays her dad
1: (laughs) that is absolutely mental
2: yeah but um yeah it's it's one of those really odd things but in saying that about brad dourif originally they'd cast john lithgow as chucky's voice so
1: Third oh, rock wow. from the sun.
2: Um, he played the Trinity killer in Dexter. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh,
1: I'm
2: trying to think what else. Best he, a series Lord, of
1: Dexter by far. Called quad in
2: Shrek, for those people who don't watch horror. Why are you here? But, yes. Uh, <laughs> we
1: don't <laughs> mind yeah Malcolm. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: He was originally cast to play Chucky, and uh, he had to drop out at the last minute for something else. Then they cast uh, Jessica Walter, who some people who've watched Arrested Development will know her as Lucille but I know her as Mallory Archer she's the voice of Mallory Archer in the Archer nice. TV series um, and they filmed the whole thing they did her voice for the whole movie so somewhere out there in the deep dark depths, there's a whole movie of Jessica Walter voice in Chucky Ooh. but the studio did a preview and people were like
1: no nah. not feeling it well yeah. I heard a rumor that Boris Karloff was offered this role and turned it down. Did Bud Westmore do the makeup? Yeah. Yeah, Bud oh, Westmore yeah. did all the makeup <laughs> and Boris Karloff turned it down. It's a running joke with the <laughs> um, Universal Monsters oh, pictures. Yeah, he was, off, he... Everyone he uh-huh. was offered everyone and didn't yeah. take them up. offered <laughs> um, <laughs> the creature, I think, yep. He <laughs> was. <laughs> he turned it down. He's offered every single one, and he just went, Nope, not doing that one.
2: (laughs) Before they actually got Tom Holland to uh, to, to direct the first one, they approached William Friedkin, the guy that did Mm -hmm. The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. And he was like, No, I'm more of a raw documentary style, like,
1: Oh, you are so pretentious.
2: Yeah, and they were like, yeah, that's not what we're doing here. No. We don't even know what we're doing here yet. Um, And and so he turned it down. And I can't imagine what kind of film that would have been had he taken it on. I think it would serious. have been...
1: Way too serious.
2: Yeah, and it would have been 72 hours long.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, we would have director's cuts coming out until, like, the end of time for that one. <laughs> yeah. But the first movie, when Tom did it, it took... Uh, It
2: originally ran for two hours, and the studio said that um, it it wasn't working. Two hours was too long, so they cut 25 minutes out of the movie. And at that point, they said, right, okay, we'll release that on a director's cut at some point. It's never been released the full 25 minutes, so somewhere out there is an extra 25 minutes of the original Tom Holland's Charles Mm -hmm. play, as well as the original version with Jessica Walter doing the Doing
1: the voice that, of Chucky, so someone's got to, to. Like, is there an anniversary coming out or something? Because that, like, that would be gold mine. Like, that people would people would buy that. I'd buy that.
2: I mean, I think it's thirty five years this year.
1: Really? Yeah, because oh. eighty eight,
2: the first film came out in eighty eight, and we're in twenty twenty three.
1: So, oh my god, um, <laughs> it still blows my mind. It still blows my mind that it was Tom Holland. I'm I'm not joking. When I read it last night, I was like, no, not 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 Halloween three, Tom Holland. You can't be serious. And I was like, oh yeah, it's him. Um, so yeah, that kind of shocked us. I I'm out of factoids, by the way. <laughs> oh, keep <I'm
2: laughs> going then there were three people who played Chucky as the non-animatronic, as the it, you know, when you see the more fluid movements, we see Chucky running and You're very aware of the difference when you watch the movies about how they have a a little person and and an animatronic. Yeah. And um, they used a stuntman called uh, John Franklin. He was the one who did the fire scenes where he was set on fire and thrown Mm -hmm. into the fire. Then you had Alex's little sister, Andy's little sister. She was dressed up as Chucky and used to chase him. And then you obviously have Ed Gale, who's the most famous for playing mm-hmm. chucky um they they had to make the set one third bigger so they had two sets where they had the animatronic set which is the normal set where everything's set to scale
0: mm-hmm. but then they had
2: to increase the size of everything by one third to accommodate the height difference between yeah. the little people and the animatronic
1: that's <laughs> so... crazy i was reading before we came on because like you you know what i'm like when it comes to like makeup and wanting to know the details of stuff and i was just wanted to know were there any moments of cgi or is it all puppetry and it's oh, all it. puppetry from right down from the eye movements the hands movements to see it's very similar to what you see on seed obviously yeah. not with a big massive thing and bolted in the back of them but it's the same idea like, yeah, kind on, like, of like bully
2: things on yeah. arms and
1: stuff yeah and it's just it, it's mind-blowing how you can tell when someone you can it's like the whole alien thing you can tell when it was cgi or when it was puppetry you can tell when someone's in the suit and it's it, or it's and it, yeah. but it's just it's amazing how and that, i guess they could get away with like the the fact of how it is moving because it it is a doll
2: yeah
1: so you could get things wrong yeah i but love you, it i love stuff like that or
2: kevin Yeager, who was the animatronics guy he also did the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt.
1: Oh, I love the oh, Crypt. Yeah,
2: but if you look at the eyes, they use Chucky's eyes, and the Crypt Keeper's eyes are the same. They use them for the same. Oh, thing. Well,
0: when you think about it, because they're very like intense, but compared to him, he's like fucking decrepit and like dying and that. So yeah, <laughs> oh. I do stand out, don't they? compared to the rest of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, they use the same. Uh, Faceplate with the eyes to build the crypt keepers face for the for the tv show um but he then went on to marry kevin yeager the animatronics guy went on to marry andy's mum in real life and they've been married ever since so Mm. yeah
0: yeah, because they met on set
1: didn't they yeah yeah he's probably he's probably one of the only child actors who doesn't quite annoy me in a horror film i can tolerate him probably not in real life but yeah but as an as a child actor he does quite well
2: he will it's... never not live off child's play that is his bread and butter yeah
1: yeah but It's not a bad thing, really. (laughs) Like, if I could ride the court tales of one thing that I did, I would do it in a heartbeat. (laughs) But I do love the way that Don Mancini has thought it through.
2: And what he's done is he's grabbed the people from the original movies that worked and brought them back for the TV show. I mean, you look... um, You've obviously got Andy Barkley, a.k.a. Alex Vincent. You've got um, Kyle, the lady who played Kyle Christy. I've gone blank, but her. Um, You've got... Uh, Brad's still doing the voice, obviously, Nika from the previous three, which is Fiona Doroth. Um And then you, and Jennifer, obviously. But then you start looking at the other people that are cropping up, and you've got some serious royalty floating around mm. in there. I mean, in the first movie, Chris Sarandon from The Princess Bride and Fright Night plays the police officer in the very first one. Oh, yes. Obviously, in the reboot, you've got Mark Hamill that does the voice of Chucky. Mm. Um, you've got. The one that always got me was people still don't realise that in the very first season you've got the uncle slash dad um, of the main kid, which I've gone blank yeah. on his name. That's Devon Sawa. That is Casper the Ghost slash Final Destination. Yeah. Oh my and, and you take one look at him and he's a grown man. And it's uh-huh. like I'm so used to seeing him as the little cute kid from Casper or the the kid that's running around at Final Destination, you know, it's like oh, idle hands, yeah, I, idle hands
1: as well. So. I aged about ten years when I saw him. I was <laughs> like, "Holy shit, that is like you can." It took us a while. I'm not going to lie to like kind of like, where do, where's that face from? Um, and then when you see it, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm old." Yeah, I mean, it completely threw me the first time I saw
2: him as a grown up was in. Um, this awful film with John Travolta called The Fanatic. I don't know if you've seen it. John Travolta mm. plays a very special needs person. <gasps> um, and we're talking full Ben Stiller, oh, no. Tropic Thunder.
1: No. <laughs> Honestly, but
2: it's a serious film. Yeah. So if you are looking for something to just completely sit there and the whole way through and go. Oh, oh
1: my God. Oh, no. Wow.
2: Um, give that a watch because <gasps> it's basically about, a gentleman that has challenges that becomes obsessed with this actor um, and every time the actor comes in town he always tries to go and meet him and see him and it's about an obsessed fan basically but because he's got special needs and he, oh, it's it's just awful and, and you're just sitting it there going sounds it It's like Family Guy Do you know what I mean? When they take yeah. the caricature of a, of a person and they amplify it that's exactly what john travolta did and to this day i still sit and think about a couple of scenes in that movie
1: and you know when you're just like i i didn't imagine that 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 actually happened that, that was real <laughs> <laughs> i haven't <laughs> just drew i have moments like that in movies where i'm like did i dream that no that actually happened but the worst thing was the director of that movie was fred durst from right. If I wasn't gonna, if I wasn't gonna watch it from what how you described it, I'm definitely not gonna fucking watch it now.
2: <laughs> Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit directed that movie, and oh my god,
1: fuck <laughs> Yeah, so there's that. Oh my so, god! Yeah, do you know what? When it comes to your factoids of directors, you win hands down oh, every I- time. I watched about 15 YouTube documentaries. I've spent hours
0: on this, right? And there's hardly any information about Tiffany. Everything no. is yeah, about Chucky. It's yeah. all like, cause obviously he was the OG, wasn't he? So yeah, it's, yeah, but it's we,
1: because I reckon it's because we see her as a person to start mm-hmm. with. And we do spend a little bit of time with Tiffany, like as a person, but all I could find was her name's Tiffany Valentine. Yep. She dies. She is put into a doll and then obviously the rest of the movies, but no- nothing much about her backstory. Yeah, And I don't know if I've missed anything in the series because I've watched the first one, but I generally, like, I can't remember much of it. I have a terrible memory to start with, so I probably will end up watching it again. Um, But I don't feel like we know about her. Like we saw newspaper no. articles about him straight away. We knew who he was before he'd even entered that toy shop and found that doll but not her
0: yeah because you just see obviously an um bride of chucky she's got like sort of a shitload of dolls well obviously it's going to tie in with chucky but she obviously collects like old dolls and stuff that's about it and then there's like then you know the newspaper clippings and stuff which obviously with chucky when she brings them back but there's not really no she she talks about her mother and stuff like that a little bit like um and that's about it And like being in love yeah wanting sort of kids and marriage and stuff like that but nothing maybe it's just like a hopeless romantic that's the kind of vibe i get yeah but nothing sort of there's not really a lot about
1: yeah nothing about like where the murderous tendencies come from i think the thing about tiffany is she hung on for so
2: long from the minute chucky died or from the minute that they um he left her because I saw the the bit where they were... I can't remember if it's in Bride or not, but there's this bit where she mentions that she has this ring and she's worn it since the day he left because mm. it was on the mantelpiece, and she That's thought the bride it was. One. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because then she she says, "Oh, well, I'm sure he was going to ask me to marry him, and yeah. I've worn it since the day he left, and it's been years and years." And then he it, when he comes when. She she brings him back and he's like, oh no, I was I stole it off that dead broad that I killed. Yes. And, you know, it's like, yeah. oh my god, this poor woman has dedicated all these years to bring Chucky back to and, then
1: find out that he didn't really give a shit again. You know, it's, like it's very much a Harley Quinn and Joker relationship, obviously, yeah. enough to the toxic levels. Of oh, well, I'd they, say so.
0: I'd say so. Well, the the murder aside. <laughs> Because um, yeah, it wasn't a base as well, didn't it a base it on um? You see her in the tub watching um, Bride of Frankenstein, so it was based around the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, the idea, yeah. I think, from well, it's not the whole movie, but I think a lot of it because of like that. And then when she's in the bathtub, she's watching. You know, it's like we belong dead. Yeah, um, it's yeah. well, it's, and
1: it's also like re- it, ride was obviously made for a friend, like it was a companion, and she then becomes his companion in everlasting yeah. plastic um even though i believe they're made out of rubber <laughs> I don't know. well as that sex scene tells us yes yeah <laughs> which was
2: completely improvised ah, so wrong in every level it's like team america that sex scene It's just everything oh. about it is just like oh it's... i i don't feel like i should watch
1: this yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like i am oh. not rude by any sense no, of the, like, any I'm sense not. of the word but even i was like Oh how that's fucking crazy! Like, yeah, that's something you do when you like pissing around with your dolls. Like, <laughs> no,
0: Maybe that Barbie is scissor. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, oh god,
1: that is just—it was like, scissor. Look <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense now i'm not gonna look at the new barbie movie the same now i'm just gonna be thinking of the barbie margot robbie system. and bloody oh. ryan gosling are just completely bald down there
2: like
0: dogma you know oh, like i you know i don't know i've seen quite a lot of trailers for it but i love her though um yeah i mean ryan gosling is mean, all right but like i don't know I think, I think she's great i loved her in um not everyone likes this movie but suicide squad I and she's just amazing no,
1: the second one is fantastic because they finally got a writer who can write her. That's they can finally got someone who could understand and write for Harley Quinn. The rest of the time, it's just they just don't get her at all. And um, that was just fantastic. I would, do you know what? I think Margot Robbie would do well in the air as a as a Tiffany, as I kind of like. Yeah. like a, yeah. But nobody can beat Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, like no one can beat that. No one can beat that voice.
2: It's uh, like the first movie I ever saw her in was a movie, and I want to say this is the name of the film, but I could be completely wrong. Was it Blue Velvet with Dennis? Um,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Um, on, on.
2: Uh, Gina Gershwin, I think, was in it with her, and it was Dennis from Speed. I- I've gone blank on his surname. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. <laughs> That's it. Yes, and I was shown that at college. That movie i I know we had a very progressive teacher she was a hippie a buddhist um uh, a huge advocate for gay rights and so we'd like have to do these shows and to put things into perspective she would pick the wildest movie you've ever seen and you'd have to sit and watch it and she'd go right this is what i want and we were like (laughs) (laughs) 17 years old watching blue velvet for the first time falling in love with jennifer tilly and then not knowing which way was up for a good couple of weeks afterwards
1: (laughs) it was like i think the best thing i saw around was liar i was gonna say like that was in the back of my head i remember around that as well yeah but she's like a hardcore poker fan as well like she goes and does the um the competitions in vegas and that like apparently she's really fucking good but just a whole aesthetic like the way i follow her on instagram and i just love her dress style because it's just, it's very, uh, it it's. So, Dina Bonte's for me is like the quintessential vintage look, but it's sometimes unattainable for yeah. certain body sizes. Uh, but Jennifer Tilly has something very similar, but her body size is like my body size. So, it makes us feel. Like oh yeah I could actually pull that look off cuz Jennifer Tilly looks absolutely fucking phenomenal. Like she just oh, I just love her. Sorry, I just wanted a bit of a deep a deep rant there. I absolutely love her. Um her style over the years just progressively gets better and but nothing will beat that dress that she wears at the beginning of the bride.
0: Cuz she looks phenomenal. Um... I've um I've cosplay I've done the cosplay like human Tiffany and doll Tiffany, and um if it hadn't been so warm I was literally going to do that today, like the PVC with the the blonde Jesus pink.
1: no I know. and I was just like
0: much. I'm crazy but not that fucking crazy not on a day like today <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I, I would have been appreciated yeah. yeah I was literally going to do it um because I enjoy like yeah the outfits and everything and like. The heels as well. It's like the classic heel that I can't really walk in, but I no. can appreciate that aesthetic as well. Um Yeah.
1: No, no, I can't do heels, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um Have you got any more interesting factoids, lovely lady? Well, there was a total
2: kill count by Chucky from the first movie all the way through to Cult. So the seven movies from the original... Chucky itself the, the total kill count was 75 by singly just Chucky on his own Seventy-five. 75.
1: Yeah. the invisible man beat him
2: yeah so basically <laughs> 25 of those 75 were off screen because they uh-huh. were done by charles lee ray
1: right
2: so the the other the other 50 excuse my math It's hot um the other i, 50, I didn't come the maths <laughs> the other 50 were on screen so
1: that's all and it averaged around seven murders a movie my god so, so in one movie body count 112 yeah 122 sorry 122 body count in invisible man yeah that's insane so invisible man still wins highest body count at, as present <laughs> i think so yeah yeah ah, but I thought yeah. it would be more I I really was, so it did I. I've
2: be... checked it about three or four times because I thought that can't be right, you know. Um, and then I watched a couple of YouTube videos and they were like, yep, it averages around seven a movie. Um, but that obviously that's not including the buddy, the the reboot, and then now the TV show. So I imagine he's somewhere in the hundreds around about now.
1: Yeah. Oh, the
0: Lord's out, were
1: not Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally forget that John Ritter is the fabulous John Ritter is in Bride. and dies in the most horrific manner possible like he goes full pinhead he goes full pinhead in that like quite obviously (laughs) (laughs) it the the makeup for it looks fantastic for the time it comes out the prosthetics the makeup all looks pretty damn good but that is horrifying especially for america's sweetheart john ritter
2: for me the, the most horrific thing in the whole film of bride is where, where at the end tiffany's all crispy laying there she's uh, chucky's just been shot by katherine Heigl and is in the thing and then the little little glenn buries his way out yeah and it's like, <laughs> and i'm like oh oh and it no fact, <laughs> it wasn't the fact that it was a baby coming out because god knows we've all seen that happen in one way or another on tv mm-hmm. or not but um yeah, it was just like, oh, I don't know why it icked me massively. And I'm just like, oh, I don't, uh, uh, it, <laughs> I think it was because it was all, it was, it was puppetry. So your brain goes, oh, that's real. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Oh, yeah. uh, well. Yeah. Uh, that that looks-
0: been, well. burnt a crisp as well. I, I don't know if it's that, but I know what you mean. It's like that kind of grimy, shouldn't be looking at this kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if it's that.
1: No, I get it. It's and also it's my brain goes to where yours goes to. It's the realness. Yeah. Like like that's actually happened that someone hasn't done that on the computer. That's taken place and been filmed. That's someone weird. sat there and made a little glen, an animatronic glen. Then <laughs> they've thrown a load of goop
2: on it and gone, Right, Tiffany, the child Tiffany is now gonna give birth to a little Yeah, little thing that looks <laughs> oh like, like a face hugger with teeth, you know. It's
1: like Shitface, face, you know, comes out I, and it's like, oh. I really can't get behind the look of shit face. Like the doll look, because I get, what, I get what they're trying to do. It's obviously one fucked up doll. But there's fucked up dolls and then there's... I just can't get away with the look of it. Because just because of how iconic them two look. And it doesn't quite fit that iconicness for me. I think it's because he had to bring himself up
2: because obviously Tiffany and Chucky had died at that point um yeah. and and he had no no upbringing so he sort of bought himself up and that's what they were trying to I think that's where they were trying to get to with the whole glenn glender thing because he didn't he didn't have anyone so he talked to himself a lot and so his personality mm-hmm. split I think right. that's what they were aiming at but you know the the undertones are that he didn't know whether he was a boy or a girl because mum, when he bought back Tiffany and he bought back Chucky, they were both like, "I want a son, I want a daughter." So he didn't know which one to,
1: you
0: know, please yeah, the most. Right. So because he was kind yeah. of like all well over, wasn't he? He was kind of like, "Oh, which yeah. way, like which direction do we go?" Type of thing.
1: But he seemed very persuasive to both. So he was very quite like easily wanting to please. I actually, my heart melted mind when he, when he had the made in China written on his arm and he pulls Chucky's arm
0: out and it's like, oh, same yeah. the same, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm in the
1: mood sweet. to
0: watch that now. The seeds, the
1: seed
0: of <laughs> Chucky. Like, yeah. yeah as, I'm not going to lie. Work. I fell
1: asleep during it. And I normally, if I do that and I wake up and I'm like, I'll go back to the point. I remember I will. I, I didn't do this on this occasion. I couldn't.
2: Well, the ending of that was that he chops up Chucky with an axe because he just loses his shit and he
0: yeah, because he goes for it unhinged, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh
2: He's... no, this goes full on sweet little, little shit face. Yeah, poor shit face. But I mean, the ways that Chucky has died over all the movies and they've brought him back is mm-hmm. crazy. I I did a thing because I'm a geek, oh. but like they, she's a well, she's a well organized. This is what this is, you see. Nobody has to do anything. I'll just turn up and I'll know. <laughs> so I'll just sit okay, here. And
0: I thought I was bad for it. Like, because um, I've got my notebook as well. But, like, I do that as well to sort of remind myself what I'm on about sometimes. Because I zone out, especially if I've had too much caffeine. And then, <laughs> then i just I
1: could... keep peaches on
0: track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, I'll have like all these random things. But you've got more of a book, I think, there. Yeah, yeah I literally. I'll i'm normally more down. prepared
1: yeah i'm normally more prepared because normally on a thursday i am at work <laughs> and i will get all of my stuff done then but today i've been in the office and i've literally as of wednesday morning just came back from a holiday so to be yeah. fair i i didn't even manage to go through all the films i just went back
2: on to every documentary i could find yeah and re them and it took me like a third of the
1: time to get back from what I remember. So I think that's the, that's the hardest part is just trying to remember.
0: Well, I, mean, I was in the mood to watch Bride last night. So I'm kind of halfway through that because I was like, I need to watch it. Because after talking about like Chucky and Tiffany, I was like, nah, I need to watch it. Just not just even for the info, just because it's literally one of my favorites and it's so cheesy and camp. And uh, yeah, so I'm halfway through that one. But now I'm <laughs> in the mood to watch Seed now. So you're just going to read <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking, I should just binge watch the whole lot of them, shouldn't I, really? <laughs> I mean, that would
2: take a good day or so, yeah, for sure.
1: Mm, yeah, it took me a full night to do just one, just from one to three. But when I started, I couldn't stop. I absolutely adored them. Even the third one, I thought, like, yeah, it's a bit, it's not It's not to the same standard. No, but it's still different Andy, it. isn't it? It's yeah. Justin
2: Wayland. He plays, I think it's Wayland, he plays Andy as an older Andy, and I never figured out why until it clicked that, that film only came out three or four years after the first mm. one and Andy couldn't age that much in that time to put him in the Army cadets. So they it's had not to not like another... Stranger
1: Things, where the kids progressively age so
2: fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: This was the eighties.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, they were up seventy five, all the kids
0: in the eighties. So, so they Yeah, it's I think it's like the hair and the style as well. I don't know, like yeah. Just
1: kids grow up too quickly these days. That's yeah. all I can say. We took our time. We're still going.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm still a kid.
2: I'm an old lady, but I'm still a kid. You know, quite enjoying... I quite enjoy that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel that.
2: <laughs> Any more
0: factoids?
2: Well, I can go through with a, a movie by movie how Chucky came about Let's and how he it. died. Let's okay. do it. Now, this is according to about two or three different websites. So if I'm wrong, I apologise. I just go with the majority rules on these things. But in Child's Play, the original one from 1988, obviously the voodoo ritual creates Chucky, Mm -hmm. and Chucky dies in a fire after Andy sets him on fire at the end. Child's Play 2, which came out two years later in 1990, someone rebuilds Chucky. So they put the staples in some of the bits and yeah, yeah. put them together. He explodes by, after having molten plastic tipped all over him, uh, um, Kyle sticks an air pump or an airline in his mouth and he explodes. Nice. <laughs> Child's Play 3, he just appears. There's no explanation for why he's there, but he just appears. And he mails himself to Andy at the at the cadets thing um but he dies through getting shredded in a fan
1: yeah
2: a fun fair type thing um in the bride the voodoo ritual again came into place at the beginning because obviously tiffany bought him back um and then he gets shot by Catherine heigl at the end of that Mm -hmm. in seed um (laughs) the dolls are used in the movie um which has jennifer tilly and i think it's red man yeah The rapper um yeah method man method uh, one one of them Uh, there's lots of man's there's lots of rapper man's isn't there i think
1: it's method man i don't know
2: (laughs) but yes he gets um glenn brings them back through voodoo and then glenn axes chucky to death um in curse there's no real explanation as to why they're back but Mm -hmm. they're back um but he doesn't die in that one. He leaves to find Andy at the end, or he gets away. Uh, oh. In Cult of Chucky, he finds Nika, and then they work out the voodoo ritual so he can possess her, and then Nika and Jennifer slash Tiffany run away together. Yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they, they from the TV show, they prove that um, Tiffany is bisexual. Yeah. So, they bring that into play in the last one with Nika because second, te- technically, it's Chucky, but it's all she's looking at. It, uh it's it does get rather layered, but um yeah. And then in the Mark Hamill one, uh Buddy's made e- evil by a disgruntled employee that just presses that evil doll yes button at the beginning, <laughs> and then it just makes a, an evil doll, and then he gets beaten to death at the end. I think.
1: Um, he does, yeah. in this, Is it in the supermarket, if I remember that rightly? Yeah, and
2: yeah. then the TV show one, up until where I've seen it, was obviously the, the main kid finds him at a garage sale and the most heartbreaking thing for me was the girl, ta- the, the girl character turns around and goes, oh my god, do you love vintage stuff? And he goes, no, I like retro. And I'm like, it's Chucky, man. It's neither of them things. What are you talking about, vintage or retro when and he's nice. holding the doll? And I was like,
1: he I'm made old. me he made me I'm ill old. when he had like cassette players and i was like oh, god it's like my childhood like it, we're not at a stage where my
0: childhood is retro or vintage <laughs> we're yes. not or i went in the fucking museum and the fucking playstation the first one that was in there and you know the nokia <laughs> 310 i was like <laughs> are you gosh. having a laugh we, we are, are not that old <laughs> We're in a museum now. Oh, we got rifles in the museum. <laughs> I yeah, I couldn't
1: believe it. <laughs> oh my god. Well uh, that's lo- quite...
0: oh, sorry. No, I was
2: gonna say I'd love to have more about Tiffany. I mean the only video I watched about Tiffany was um the some guy had psychoanalysed Tiffany as a character and made up a backstory for her. Oh I like that. It, uh, I think it made sense what he did, but I didn't like it. <laughs> right. He basically said that she was brought up in a uh home with a mother and father that bickers a lot because you can see the progression in when Tiffany talks about her mum from the very beginning, when you see Tiffany Tiffany and Bride till right to the end of them, she's always quoting her mum. And yeah they start off the quotes are quite loving but by the end they get very hateful like if you love someone you've got to set them free and all that sort of thing so he he analyzed that maybe either the mum had killed her dad in front of her giving her hence the bloodlust or that the dad had just gone out for cigarettes and never come back you know um and so th- there was this whole like scenarios where the the lack of a father figure and then the fact that her mama had turned into a possible alcoholic and neglected the children. And Tiffany then went out looking for a father figure and she found it in Chucky and hence why she's so attached to him and all this sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. as a genuine, I have a genuine interest in like psychology and stuff. So I found that absolutely brilliant. I think it was done by a YouTuber called CZ World, something right. along those lines. Um, and it's about an hour long. But it it was really, really good, but I thought I can't really mention it because none of it's really factual. It's just stuff he uh,
1: supposed, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing when it comes down to characters that you don't have a full backstory on. What I get from her is not the murder side, more talking about the upbringing. I get a lot of Marilyn Monroe vibes from her. The infatuation with her mother, the infatuation with love as well, and wanting to be loved. and wanting that romantic life and that family life. And it, it just reminds us a lot of Marilyn and her yeah. upbringing. She was, you know, she was an, uh, an orphan who actually did have a mother who just didn't have the time for her. So she was always looking for that mother figure. Whereas I think Tiffany has her mother, but I think there's just something so sort of fantasy about her her whole life that I don't think you would ever get the actual truth of it. Because yeah. there would be so many different stories of how her upbringing came, but I do get a lot of not uh, a great deal, like obviously because like Marilyn never went on a murder spree or anything like that, <laughs> or got transformed into a doll. But I do, I think it's probably more the romance side of it. I get a lot of Marilyn from her.
2: Yeah, no, that she, makes a lot
1: of sense. She's a very girly girl without without having to um her dress style doesn't match the girly the girliness. Not for the early two thousands. Because that's not how we would have been. I didn't dress like that
2: in the early two thousands. I was in my, I was in my early twenties, right? Because I'm old, and I, I, I was, I was. So when that film came out, uh, Bride came out in nineteen ninety eight. So I was eighteen when it came out, and I'm just just looking back to try and think how I dressed when I was eighteen, and I wore grebo jeans. I was like, you know, one of the, those Hoover jeans.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, remember, I remember that Yeah I, remember it. I, had it. Ch- I had
2: the and I had the chain. And I had tight little hussy t-shirts. Um
1: yeah. Yes. I made that's all my so... own
2: jewelry out of like, you know, kiddies plastic beads. I made all my own jewelry and hair clips and stuff. I had little bunches cuz I had really short hair like down here. And I was like that's how I dressed when I was 18. <laughs> and then you see Tiffany and you're like she was only supposedly about another 5 to 10 years older than me. That's all she mm-hmm. was supposed to be. And I'm like Ooh, if that's what I'm supposed to look like when I get to 28, sign me up. When I got to 28, I did not dress like that. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Didn't dress like that, and I'm like, I wish I could pull that off. There's like elements that you look at Jennifer Tilly's dress sense as a person, and you see Tiffany's dress sense, and they're practically the same thing, like I you see, say, because obviously the clothing was the same, but like it's just how she has she exudes confidence. It's yes. just this. that comes before the aesthetic i think for me just that radiance of
1: yeah whatever it is a woman who knows how to dress for her size and have the confidence to i envy that in people because i have it like my weight goes up and down and i have zero confidence regardless of what size i am so i love the fact that i can see that and i'm kind of like oh maybe I can just get like little inspired from it and um, but Peaches doesn't like to mention this or hasn't mentioned this but we're the same age and um, so I think I am
0: like a couple of days older than you
1: <laughs> you're Is a July really? baby
0: yeah yeah <laughs> was I think. August I am so yeah
1: I know. So I'm a- like a month. I am a month older than you.
2: I was going to say you yeah. two are still in your thirties. You're
1: fine. You've got plenty of time. Oh, only, <laughs> oh, only, only for a very short period of time. But Ari, during so- the war. <laughs> but my point was is that we were. So if you were 18, you're all three were, years younger than me. I'm I'm 43 now. So we were 15 when this came out. Yeah. And I know where I was at because it's the first time I started listening to heavy music was when i was 15 and i think at 16 i got my first ever pair of baggy jeans and my belt and my rainbow belt that tied oh i remember that
0: as well yeah so many different what was like the sort of the probably before the grunge era wasn't it as well oh
1: well we missed the well i definitely missed the grunge era um but in me slut top anyone remember the like the little?
0: Was like, the on like big and it had like, on, like yeah, yeah, they come back around, didn't they? Like, um, yep. fashion obviously always kind of like regurgitates, doesn't it? And it comes back around. and I remember saying that they were going to do the the low rise jeans as well, you oh. know, like great kind of. I still have a pair of them <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> from the attitude clothing era when all oh. they sold was. Just really, really baggy trousers. I still have my pair. <laughs> I, won't, I won't part with them. <laughs> I've never been able to fit into them for years. <laughs> um, do we have any more interesting facts? I think I'm done. I'm done. You're done. I'm well, done? let's wrap this bad boy up because I am absolutely sweltering and sitting on a fucking leather chair. Who thought <laughs> that was a good idea? <laughs> I've got all the lights on in here and it's getting warmer. I've got yeah. the ring light on. I've got the...
0: The big cabinet display cabinet lights on i've got this display on and i'm sitting here going... I, know, I don't have a fan on either because the noise of the fan yeah. is too distracting and then i thought it would be on the background if yeah so i just thought it's just easier your makeup is held
1: up perfectly yeah. i know oh, people on spotify and itunes can't see but peaches just looks
0: fucking spectacular oh, as a is. Is, hope like i mean i think i look just, like a sweaty mess let's be <laughs> honest <laughs> i've got a good setting spray on if you want any recommendations for i'll, I'll um let you know because obviously i use a lot of stage makeup as well just as my normal <laughs> day-to-day sort of thing so yeah <laughs> when i do my workshops and stuff i always have like a list of products and I use proper industrial stuff. So
1: yeah. You send that (laughs) over to me. That'll be grand. Thank you. My hair, you can tell how sweaty I am because this bit of my hair is starting to curl.
0: And it's getting curlier and curlier
1: as the time's gone on. (laughs) Well hopefully by the time this goes out on Monday, the weather might have cooled down a bit. But we as we are the future. Yes. The past of yep. Star Trek and the live show of Labyrinth has yep. already happened. <laughs> yes. So hopefully we had a good we we had a good night. No, we did have a yes, good night. Yes, Yesterday it was great. Yeah. It was, it was, right. it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> absolutely fantastic so yes all of them all the information for bleeding marvelous and peaches will be down in the description box below please remember to like share and subscribe this video i generally can't remember what next week's episode is but i will get back to you um with promotion <laughs> I, <don't remember. laughs> I generally can't remember um but yes we will have them um, promotion out for next week's episode very shortly and um, you can find nerdy up north on facebook instagram TikTok, twitter we play video games on twitch i think i think <laughs> i've just covered it all i can never remember when it comes to the end <laughs> yeah no that sounds about right yeah we're all on the socials but everything will be down below Again, thank you everyone who's joined us, who's, you know, help, helping building our monster community up. We are very, very grateful. And um, the BBC interview will be out shortly. So that's going like, to be... I want to oh. see this. It better be put on the channel because I want to see
0: it.
1: It's on the radio, love. We're, we're going old school. Oh, it's like, I thought it was going to be like a
0: video interview One.
1: No, God, no. I'd be like... it was. I was fine the fact that we couldn't see each other. That's how I, That's how I got through it, and um, but yeah, I will make sure that anyone who wants to listen to the interview will be able to. And thank you so much for joining us, Peaches. And as always, thank you for thank you for being my co-pilot, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> thumbs up. Well, thanks, guys, and stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Yeah.